Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. This is Reset. I'm Lisa Labas in for Sasha Ann Simons. What would you do with $10 million? That's a question community groups across the south and west sides of Chicago have been dreaming about. And it's what's at stake with the Pritzker Traubert Foundation's Chicago Prize. $10 million bucks to the group with the best neighborhood development pitch. And there are six finalists for the prize. Now, we've spent the past five weeks talking with them to learn more about their pitches. And today we're joined by the sixth and last finalist for this prize. Thrive Exchange is a collaboration of groups working in South Shore to bring affordable housing and health care to the intersection of 79th Street and Exchange Avenue. To learn more about this $100 million initiative, we're joined by Leon Walker, managing partner at DL3 Realty, Ms. Jer Slaughter, who lives in South Shore and is the founder of the South Shore 7th Ward Community Council and Community Roundtable, and Anthony Simpkins, president of Neighborhood Housing Services, or NHS, of Chicago. Leon, before we get into the details of this project, we should mention that Thrive Exchange also is an Invest Southwest winner. Uh, so you've, you've got that in your pocket. Uh, what impact would winning the Chicago Prize then have on this initiative? Well, thank you for the question. We're so excited about Thrive Exchange because, um, yes, it did start with an Invest Southwest initiative, which is the city's sort of signature uh, neighborhood investment uh, program, which um, is doing more than uh, the past several administrations in terms of putting out dollars into uh, black and brown communities. And uh, we started at 79th Exchange with two um, housing uh, developments that were mixed use and mixed income um, and a health center. But the invest, uh, the uh, Pritzker Prize helps us elevate Sure. That uh, possibility to now have a four-corner strategy where we're picking up the long-troubled Star Plaza uh, a shopping center where 70 shots, shots rang out back in March. Seven people went to the hospital and two um, ultimately passed away. So we know that we need to control the intersection and have investment at scale to reverse historic disinvestment in this community. Okay, and you're talking about, like, what what exactly do you want in, in the building then? Yeah, so it's a repurposing. We've got uh, 20,000 square feet in three buildings of retail ground floor space. Um, and so we're able to bring in, um, you know, entrepreneurs of color, um, artists in the live-work loft uh, section of the new building. Um, we really create a diverse neighborhood and corner. We want... Uh, folks that are coming back to South Shore that can jump on the metro line and be downtown to a job in less than 20 minutes, that can enjoy the amenities of Lakeshore, of Lakeshore and uh, the beach, you know, which is two blocks to the east, yeah. that can um, you know, grow up and live in a neighborhood that has quality access to health care, that has housing, which is dignified and has the amenities. Uh, we call this luxury affordable housing. We're going to have uh, yoga studios and stretch rooms and uh, business centers and rooftop decks. I mean, this is the kind of uh, quality design excellence and housing that has not been seen in this neighborhood for 40 or 50 years. And we're talking about like 100 new homes, yes? Yes, and that's an important you know point as well. We heard loudly and clearly uh, from the community that it's not just apartments, although apartments, you know, help, uh, you know, bring in more density, uh, more 
uh, folks that can shop locally along the street, but we also need home ownership. We need those long-term stakeholders. And one of the things that we've you know, been so excited about um, in, our, in our anchor housing projects that we are executing at key uh, uh, transportation nodes across the south side is that the anchor housing now becomes the uh, the platform and from which you know uh, apartment renters become homeowners yeah. and that's why NHS is such an important partner for us in this project because they can help those uh, rental families now become long term uh, homeowners but we have to create a safe uh, street uh, we have to create an active street we've got to create a community where people want to choose to live there. Right. Um, so, uh, um, Anthony, I, I, I'm going to get to you in just a minute, but I want to ask Ms. Jarrah first, uh, looking at this bigger picture, uh, why South Shore? You know, what are you looking for here? Why not South Shore? Right. We haven't had a development in decades. There's been no new development in South Shore. And as Leon has already pointed out, we have so much to offer. We're in walking distance of the lake. We have Metra. We have CTA. Uh, it's, it's a good place to raise your children. We've lost people because we've had nothing to offer. So with the Invest Southwest, we jumped aboard immediately as a community, mm-hmm. trying to come up with the things that we were interested in in our rebirth. Uh, we want to be able to keep our money in South Shore instead of having to go to High Park or other places to shop. And this is an opportunity that we don't intend to squander. We have a wonderful alderman and uh, community groups that come together. We have a wish list in the alderman's office yeah. of the kinds of developments that we are looking to have. And we strongly encourage anybody that wants to come and be a part of what's going to be an extraordinary community to check on that, to make sure that they do their due diligence. And um, they're bringing things that won't cause a zoning problem, all those kinds of things. So we, right. we meet with all kinds of people. <laughs> we have the police that uh, meet with us regularly. We go to zoning committee meetings when people try to bring businesses that we will not have. It's it's just it's the most exciting time for me. I, I tell Leon all the time now. I have mm-hmm. my dream team with Greg Mitchell and him and his his group of people that he's assembled, and we and we still meet. We're still trying to develop further down the corridor. So Leon is the catalyst, yeah. And we're going to have a strong community presence in everything we do. All right, all right, a- Anthony. I, I want to bring you into this conversation. So, why is it important? You know, Ms. Jared definitely laid out what she wants in her own neighborhood. Why is it important for South Shore to have something like Thrive Exchange? Uh, thanks. And NHS, um, as the um, city and uh, the actually Chicago land area's premier nonprofit home ownership organization, we're very excited to be part of this uh, project. Uh, myself, my development director, and lots of people at NHS are, in fact, South Shore residents. I grew up in South Shore. Yeah. So, you know, we have a sort of a personal emotional stake in this project uh, because it build, it's building uh, a, our community. Um, and, you know, uh, South Shore has a, a very proud history of um, a thriving, mixed income black community with amazing amenities. Um, it's a community that has a really active 
resident population. I mean, these are really active residents that are really engaged in community. Um, so we're excited to be part of that. Our focus is really building um, both family and community wealth through the power of home ownership. So we're excited to be part of this project uh, as the um, the um, workforce uh, housing, rental housing is built. We will have a presence. We'll have an office uh, on site right. uh, to provide the kind of home ownership education, financial counseling to make sure families are economically and financially stable, but also to begin to be able to transition them from renters into homeowners where they can begin to build family wealth. Um, we also will be part of efforts to um, build for sale housing. Uh, one of the things that is important is to increase home ownership. And the unique thing about this project is not just that it will activate this very important uh, corner here at 79th mm-hmm. and Exchange, which is really, really important. But it is a vehicle to promote and increase um, ownership in the community by the residents through expanding access to affordable uh, home ownership opportunities and also through what um, Leon mentioned earlier, this Community Development Corporation, which will help the continued development of housing and commercial options in the neighborhood, and residents will have an ownership in that CDC as well. So we are returning back to the proud history in South Shore of black ownership of property. Okay. I, I want to go back to Ms. Chair. You you are a proud member of the South Shore 7th Ward Community Council. And what made you want to be active and involved in your neighborhood in this way? Well, I have to tell you, it's not new to me. I've always been an activist fighting for the things that we needed. And when I discovered that the mayor's uh, initiative, we were one of the recipients. Oh, my God. It, it just answered everything for us and and things fell in line and Mm -hmm. we knew that we could do this. And Leon having been raised in South Shore and his heart is good. I feel it. (laughs) And so it has just been an easy transition to try to get it, get it started and have a true understanding uh, of people that are, are willing to be partners because that's that's the key there. This is a partnership right. between the community and the aldermen and the development team, and and they're accessible. And and so we're very pleased to be a part of this organization. And your alderman is Greg Mitchell. Greg Mitchell, absolutely. Okay. All right. Now, Mister, have you ever seen an investment this size in your neighborhood? Well, I'm telling you, my husband and I have been there almost 50 years. We haven't seen a development period. Oh. So not. I, I'm telling you, decades of of no attention whatsoever to our uh, community. And as I said to you before, we have so much good that can be uh, gotten there. And we are just over the moon. I am just <laughs> truly excited. And uh, we're, we're trying to find investors. Sure. We, we meet with uh, people. I talk about it all of the time. It's on the top of my conversation whenever I'm in a mixed crowd and find somebody that might have some money to help us further our goals and and Leon has we have visionaries that that see bigger beyond 
what is uh, there, and and that's what we're getting with Leon. Right. Anthony, I know you mentioned that it, it, with your role in NHS, the Neighborhood Housing Service, um, you're going to act as a you know an educational tool to move people to home ownership. Is that where your role stops? Uh, no. I mean, we are a uh, fully committed partner in the, in the larger project. Um, so we have a role in the, the larger project itself. Uh, on an ongoing basis, again, we will be on site helping to transition people um, from rental to home ownership. And we will also, uh, Neighborhood Housing Services is, is an integrated nonprofit entity. We do lending uh, for people that want to buy, fix, or keep their homes. We do, obviously, our counseling and education. Um, but we also do um, real estate development as well. So we will uh, be a partner in the development of additional home ownership opportunities, acquisition of land, so that we can uh, help to provide both new construction and rehab infill uh, home ownership opportunities down the road. This is a long-term investment, and really kudos to Leon yeah. uh, for the vision here. Um, he's, you know, we work with a lot of developers and, you know, I'm really impressed with how um, responsive he is to to residents and community. And so that's why we were happy to be part of this. And really, you know, um, with the foreclosure crisis, one of the things that happened in in uh, the South Shore and South Chicago communities was probably one of the largest transfers of wealth and property ownership from black people uh, in in probably the history of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, and so kudos to the mayor and uh, her team okay. for choosing this project, which is really going to be key to reversing that uh, and building uh, back black and brown ownership and wealth in the community. Right. Is, uh, Leon, now, was it Ms. Jer who said you didn't grow up in South Shore, but you are personally invested Tell me a little bit more about that. So first, first, I just want to say it's, it's very hard for um, a developer ever to get these kind of uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice things to be right? said about that. <laughs> And I think that's got to be a, a, some testimony to our approach, which is community focus. Sure. Um, and so, you know, um, no, yes, absolutely. Did grow up initially in South Shore. Um, lived all across the south side of Chicago. Okay. Uh, my parents were uh, school teachers uh, in the public school system. And uh, they started their first uh, business building from the ground up at 71st and Stony Island in South Shore. And my dad has his name on that part of Stony Island. So ah. uh, this is, um, uh, for me, an opportunity for a, um, a, a local kid to return home, yeah. uh, a native son to return home. I stand corrected on saying <laughs> you weren't from South <laughs> no, Shore. This, so this so is there. very personal, but it's you know also very professional. I mean, the approach that we're taking here is a model not only for the city, but possibly the country. It's a comprehensive development approach that um, is, you know, uh, 3P development at uh, its highest level in terms of, you know, having the private sector uh, and private developer integrated with uh, the nonprofit and the government to achieve a high-impact project. We're talking $100 million um, investment, um, which is investment at scale. In order to reverse historic disinvestment, we're talking 50-year-plus disinvestment, you know, money outflowing, people outflowing, jobs outflowing, mm-hmm. businesses outflowing, mm-hmm. home ownership dwindling, crime increasing. You have to, you know, make sizable investments to begin to turn that vicious cycle into a virtuous cycle where we can have success build on success. Right. So the vision that, you know, the city and Alderman Mitchell 
and the community leaders have is not just this intersection, but it extends from Lakeshore Drive to Stony Island. And that's just a part of the 79th Street corridor. You can go all the way over to where the Greater Auburn Gresham community has worked on um, their project at 79th Street just past Halsted. So, mm-hmm. you know, this is 79th Street is one of the longest retail corners, corridors, if not the longest retail corridor in the entire city of Chicago. And this has also been a historic corridor where black business has flourished and thrived. And so this is an opportunity to say, let's plant a flag. You know, let's plant a seed that begins to grow and to inspire others to come and join this effort. So a lot of it is the gravitational pull. When you have investment at scale, you pull others in who want to say, I'll invest in my home. I'll buy that vacant lot, that side yard, or I will start to raise a family here. But we've got to put the supports in to make that happen. And this is how you're incorporating community members into this planning process, too? Well, listen, it's, you know, this this has been quite an effort. Um, It's been quite an education. You know, we're unique in terms of our development philosophy, which we call venture development. Uh, We have a TED Talk. Uh, We have a white paper out there we share widely. Um, And we have the Chicago Emerging Minority Developer Initiative, which I'm uh, leading with other partners, Graham Grady and Gwendolyn Hatton Butler, to lift up um, developers of color out of the black and Latino communities so that we can have entrepreneurs taking risk in their own neighborhoods to make a difference and not waiting on something to happen. And that's critical. So here, yes, um, we're we're partnering with uh, our nonprofit partners. We have over 20 support letters from local organizations, um, you know, which was quite a feat given that we started with a healthcare and housing project. And I must mention here, Chicago Family Health. Chicago Family Health, which has been in the neighborhood for over 40 years themselves, um, operating and providing critical health care services. But this is a medically underserved area. We have some of the highest incidence of uh, 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 um, um, infant mortality. We have low primary care doctors. Um, So we have to do a lot of investment to bend the curve and increase the life expectancies. But my God, look what we have here. You know, we have historic community near the lake, a black and Latino community um, between South Chicago and South Shore, right on the cusp of both of those communities. And this is a historic opportunity to not only um, work with Invest Southwest, but to build on it and supercharge it to become an investment that uh, ripples throughout the, the community. Okay. And a- Anthony, I, I want to hear a little bit more about uh, the, you know, one of the big focus for uh, most of the Chicago Prize finalists has been home ownership. And that's what your group deals with. What, what makes the units in this Thrive Exchange proposal actually affordable? Well, this is the, I think, the importance of um, the Prisker Talbot prize because what it does is as Leon said it it, it it elevates it supercharges it gives us additional resources the main project the invest Southwest project is workforce rental housing um, but there are plans with the support of the Pritzker Talbert prize right which is critical I mean it's ten million dollars right sure uh, and which will allow the development of um, was it 32, I think, well, 30, yeah, 30 the, plus the condominium region. units? That's right. So it becomes a gap filler on the north building. It allows us to bring the live-work loss, which are 
um, really a key component of entrepreneurship development because most times, you know, entrepreneurs are trying to not only, you know, feed themselves, pay for their housing and cover their own costs, but also if you have to then go out and rent space and start a business, now you have a whole additional set of costs that you have to cover. Mm-hmm. Live, work, loss allow you to do all that in one space. It's big enough. It has a uh, retail-facing front, but it also has a private sector section just for your living arrangement. So um, the live, work, loss are critical. The acquisition of Star Plaza and the repositioning of that troubled asset um, is really key to this effort, and the Pritzker Prize allows us to make that acquisition. This creates all of these new sort of locally engaged, community-focused retail opportunities that will change the character of this street. So not only will we have more density in terms of people that are, you know, we have one-bedroom units, two-bedroom units, and even three-bedroom units, but the focus is on working families, okay, those that will be paying rent and be stakeholders in the community, but also looking for quality housing. This episode of Reset was produced by Micah Yason and edited by Ethan Schwab. This conversation was the last of the six Chicago Prize finalists, but don't miss out on the other groups still in the running for the $10 million grant. The purpose of this initiative is to uh, repurpose nearly one million square feet of vacant and abandoned places on the Chicago's far south side, particularly along South Halsted Street. The Cultivate Collective is this six-acre community hub on Chicago's southwest side that really integrates education, wellness, sustainability, and economic vitality to drive generational impact. A lot of times when people say stakeholders, we leave out residents. We think about institutions, we think about businesses, we think about all of the big buildings, but the really fabric of community is the people who live there and who have been living there. You can hear more from the remaining finalists before the prize is awarded in December by scrolling back through the Reset podcast feed, or you can go to wbez.org slash reset. That's it for Reset. I'm Lisa Labas. Reset will meet you back here tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day.